What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Discovering Discographies podcast. Where we talk about your favorite artists, albums, and all things music. I'm your co-host, Brandon Pulliam. And I'm your co-host, Trinity Branch. And without further ado, let's dive into today's topic. Jazz. Yes. So, um, jazz is something that's kind of been on both of our minds a lot lately. Um, It's been playing, I've been playing it nonstop for the past, like, three months, And um, I just feel like it's something that um, people our age don't really know too much about. And I think it's something we like to share with you guys, some things about it that you probably didn't know and probably will find something that you will like in it. And if you already love jazz, I love you. (laughs) So I have a few things, just like a few, you know, introductory tips i guess i can say about jazz mm-hmm. um the the origin and things like that so it originated in the early 20th century and down in new orleans so that's not really a surprise mm-hmm. new orleans is yeah. a big music place and especially with jazz music yeah if you've watched the princess and the frog you know <laughs> um it's not the origin of it is is very different from other genres because you know you have improvisation and so you're making music right as you go along in a lot of genres you can do that but jazz is is known for that and Mm -hmm. it's like the biggest part of jazz that's what it's most known for Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what i really enjoy is that improvising yeah yeah um my I, my thoughts on jazz are like um i feel like it's kind of really slept on to people um like in gen z and millennials and stuff like that but when i listen to jazz i feel like jazz can convey like all emotions so like you have jazz songs that convey happiness but you have ones that pe- convey like being sad and mm-hmm. depressed and things like that. So I feel like there's something for everyone and something for every m- mood to kind of relate on. And I feel like if our generation kind of really gave it a chance, they'd see that there's a lot more to it than just being like old-timey music that our grandparents listen to. Not even our grandparents. Right. Like, <laughs> and jazz is within a lot of genres that we listen to today. Like R&B mm-hmm. is definitely in there. Uh, soul, neo soul, mm-hmm. jazz has influenced a lot of these genres that we listen to today. Definitely, and for a time, pretty much in like twenty to the forties, jazz music was pop music. Mm-hmm. So that was the chart toppers back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about some of our favorite jazz artists and musicians, uh, and just give a brief explanation as to why we like them and our favorite pieces about them. Mm-hmm. So I'll start with Masego. He is a contemporary jazz artist and he's modern. Um, I don't really see a lot of modern contemporary jazz artists. So that's why I he really struck my attention in it was around 2018 when mm. I uh, found him. And so some things that he does, he plays the saxophone. And so that's my favorite instrument. And he's very good at mixing the instruments and using new influences as well as old influences within his music so he used trap drums mm-hmm. you know and he plays like multiple a multitude of instruments actually. yes we love that he's most known for the saxophone but he has a song 
called I Play Everything. And he literally is playing everything in the song. And so I thought that was pretty cool. But I really like his infusion of old time, you know, jazz music, what most people know of today, and the modern jazz. Mm -hmm. You know, it's unique, but it still sounds traditional. And so that's what I like about him as an artist. My favorite songs, Old Age. Do you know that song? I don't think so. I don't mean sugar mama. The dialogue in the beginning of this song is just magnificent. You have to you have to listen to mm-hmm. it. It's like I can't say it up here, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 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 funny. It's quite funny. But mm-hmm. it gives like an old school feel, like you're in an alleyway and mm-hmm. you see some cool chick walking around, you're like, Oh snap. Mm-hmm. That's what it gives me. Yeah. Um but the use of you know, the bass line is really good in that song. And the dialogue, top tier. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's what I like most about Old Age. And then the song I was talking about earlier, I said I play everything, but it's I do everything. Mm. Where he talks about the instruments that he plays. And in this song, you can hear like an array of instruments. Like, I can't even name all of them. <laughs> Saxophone, the harmonica. You know, he did use trap drums, and the way he mixed it was amazing. And then he raps as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I really want to see, the infusion of rap and jazz. Mm-hmm. I think that would be lovely. Yes, definitely. All right, so my first artist is, you'll find with my list, a lot of them are kind of from the jazz era. Um but my first person is Dinah Washington. Mm. This is someone I feel like is kind of gone unsung when it comes to some of the jazz greats. But um, she definitely paved the way for people like Aretha Franklin, mm-hmm. um, Whitney Houston, things like that, with just the way she projected her voice. So um, my first song that is a favorite for me is What a Difference a Day Makes. That song, the production on it is so amazing. It makes you feel so good. Um, this is one of those songs where you may not be in love, or if you're not in love, it'll make you feel like you're in love. That's a good feeling. Yes, yes, definitely. And then another song I really like by her is her rendition of Cry Me a River. Mm, yes. I haven't heard of that. I'll have to hear that. Yeah, she kind of puts a little sassy spin on it. And which we'll get, we'll dive more into Cry Me a River a little later with another artist, her rendition. But um, it, she puts a jazzy, um, spicy little spin on it. And yeah, she just makes it her own in a sense. And then the last song is gonna raise some eyebrows, but it's called um, Long John Blues. And for all you old heads listening, saying that music was not explicit oh, in your time yes. periods, this will prove you wrong. Because, yes. yes, this song is essentially a metaphor for sex, you know. But um, it's definitely a metaphor for sex. Um, but it's so obvious. Like, yeah, it's very obvious, yeah. Because she uses... Um, the metaphor of a dentist and like a drill and things like that Mm -hmm. yeah it's just it's very it's very raunchy but very good at the same time so if you're like if you're like feeling like you know a little whiskey you know (laughs) (laughs) you know that would be a good song to put on without you know the totally like explicit vulgar lyrics so yeah 
If you haven't heard of Donna Washington, I definitely think you should check her out, especially if you're an Aretha Franklin fan mm-hmm. like me. So my next artist is, he's been out for a few years now, and you'll notice with my, my artists, they're more modern, but I like them because of the influences that they use from back. You know, from the 20s, 30s, 40s, jazz. Um, This artist here is FKJ, or French Kiwi Juice. He's very talented. And he actually collaborated with uh, Masego on Tadao. Do you know Tadao? I don't think so. That was out of key. So mm-hmm. right. <laughs> no, you're fine. But um, he's a great instrumentalist. One of those people that knows his way around music and, and plays multiple instruments. Um, he's, he's another artist that infuses, infuses the classic jazz with the modern or contemporary jazz. And he also uses trap drums, which, you know, I like that. It's, it's unique. It's different. But you're still using, like I said with Masego, you're still using the modern and the classic. Um, my favorite song is Sundays and it's the Just Piano version. He has an album where it's just piano, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Um, it's very mel- melodic, mm-hmm. which is another key factor in jazz. Very melodic, and actually in his concerts, he improvises. So oh, he really, makes beats and things mm-hmm. right in front of us. Oh, okay. I would really like to go to one of his concerts just to see that happen because I think that's really cool. Yeah, definitely. He sounds very cool. All right, so the next person I am going to talk about is Dean Martin. So if you know of the Rat Pack, you know he is one of the members of the Rat Pack, along with the legendary Frank Sinatra, which we will get to in a little bit. One of the songs I just really wanted to cover from him was That's Amore. This is definitely a song you 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 hear a lot in commercials or like you've heard the melody of it, you just don't know it. But it's it's another one of those like love songs that will really make you feel like you're in love or like feel like your love is strong if you're already in love. Um, just the delivery and the chorus, um, it just gives you that Italian restaurant, Lady in the Tramp kind of feel. Mm-hmm. So um, I would definitely check that song out if you get a chance. And so we've talked about her before numerous times. It's Samara Joy. Now, she's not a instrumentalist, but she's a jazz vocalist. Mm-hmm. And she's from Gen Z. And so she's one of those uh, artists that are very new to jazz. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy hearing her voice. I kind of hear some, I want to say, like, Ella Fitzgerald mixed with, like, Billie Holiday. Is Billie Holiday, that's a good mm-hmm. one, too. And her voice is very soulful. Mm-hmm. And, and the way that she tells a story using her voice mm-hmm. is very impressive to me. Definitely. Did you see her on the Grammys? Mm-hmm. She uh, performed. I love hearing her live performances. Yes. Her voice is just, it can fill up a room. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it can quiet it down, too. Yes. And it's, it's like honey, smooth like mm-hmm. honey. Of course, we know her uh, best song or most known song is can't get out of this mood and it's not really it's a cover yes it's a it's one of the songs from the great american songbook thank you for helping Mm -hmm. me out (laughs) yeah um and linger a while which is also but no it's not no that one might be original okay yeah that's not in that book but i really i really enjoy hearing her sing and hear her tell a story and then the instruments Mm -hmm. is amazing yeah Uh, and it really suits her voice with her band really suits her voice 
very well. Definitely. Yeah, she's definitely someone who was born in the wrong era. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, so my next artist I'm going to talk about is Nat King Cole. Ooh. Yes, the OG black Ooh. celebrity. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Let's speak on it. Um, Nat King Cole is just, his voice is just very warm feeling. Definitely, definitely just good to listen to all the time. He not only has songs in English, but he's also sang songs in Spanish mm-hmm. as well. Those are as good as well. Um, the song I really wanted to focus on is the song Nature Boy. So I, love this song. I do too. I remember um, I was watching actually Respect, the Aretha Franklin movie, and Jennifer Hudson sang the song in the movie. And when I heard it, I was like, what is this song? <laughs> like, I've never heard this before, but it's like very enchanting. Like, it feels like it feels like a Disney movie in, in the form of a song or like a song that would fit in a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just a very good instrumentally song. And um, his voice on it as well is amazing. Um, another one of my favorites by him is Unforgettable. Like like him, Unforgettable. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. His voice just just carries whenever he sings on a song. And then, of course, the one you probably know, just didn't know that you know, but L-O-V-E, Love. Yes, where he mm-hmm. literally spells out the words and gives now, each letter a meaning. Great yes, it is, it is. Which happily belated Valentine's Day. Yeah. 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 At the time of recording this, just had Valentine's Day. So, yeah. All right. And so, this is my last artist. It's Kenny G, the GOAT saxophonist. He's an amazing musician and he's still active now, which mm-hmm. I like hearing, like, you know, celebrity that was back in the 70s, mm-hmm. 80s, you know, even before then, there's yes. still active now they're still mm-hmm. doing good he's gonna be in las vegas i believe this year oh, okay. i don't remember exactly when but i won't be going to las vegas <laughs> but i would love to see him live mm-hmm. and honestly i heard of him through uh my parents and my grandparents because mm-hmm. they love some kenny g my mm-hmm. grandma loves kenny g yes when i got older and mm-hmm. you know, started really taking up the value of music mm-hmm. I love Kenny G too. Yeah. <laughs> He's a great contemporary jazz artist and instrumentalist. And my favorite album by him is Breathless. Mm-hmm. And one of his songs up there was in The Bodyguard. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that because I. My heart would break. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard it because I have the. Um, the Bodyguard soundtrack on vinyl, but I've only played <laughs> Side A with I all know. the Whitney Houston <laughs> songs. So. He's an awesome instrumentalist and very soulful. And, you know, we always hear people talking about, like, they tell a story with their voice. Mm-hmm. He tells a story with the saxophone. With the saxophone. Mm-hmm. He also has vocalists on some of his yes. albums too. So it's just mm-hmm. that together is just a chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I kind of discovered him. I think my mom kind of listens to him and my dad as well because they listen to like more instrumental jazz when they do listen to it. And then like on SpongeBob as well, they have a singer called Kelby G. Mm-hmm. And I could put two and two together. So, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And um, he also has a song with Tony Braxton. They do a lot together, mm-hmm. I think, um, called How Could an Angel Break My Heart. I love that song. Just They just pair well together. His mm-hmm. saxophone playing mm-hmm. and her vocals on that song. I just, don't know if he chooses who he wants to work with. Mm-hmm. Just, but every vocalist that he's worked with, it's been like a pretty good outcome. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 
All right, so I have actually a few more artists and songs I want to cover real quick. But um, going back to uh, Cry Me a River, um, probably the most iconic rendition of this song is by Miss Julie London. Her rendition of this just, it makes you kind of feel for her. Like, you know, this person put her through like this, all this pain, and now it's time to watch him cry over a cry river for her. And it just makes you feel that like, like you are rooting for her and like this man deserves to cry a river. So definitely check out that song. Um, I actually discovered it from a YouTuber. Yeah. So um, it's crazy how we can discover music from various time periods mm -hmm. through, you know, social media or definitely and things like that. Yes. And then the next person I wanted to talk about was Louis Armstrong. Another great. Yes, yes. Not only a trumpet, uh, trumpeteer. Is that what I you call it? Believe so. Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. But also, you know, kind of a vocalist in his own right. Um, the song I wanted to cover was "What a Wonderful World." Yes, that's a beautiful song when you're feeling down. It's just perfect to lift up your spirits. Romanticize life. Yes, yes. It's definitely if you're just feeling down, I would listen to that song, and it will instantly lift up your spirits. All right, and then the next person I'm going to talk about is Miss Ella Fitzgerald. Um, I haven't dove in um, too much into her discography yet, but the one song I did want to highlight was Summertime with Louis Armstrong, actually. Um, a lot of, if you listen to Lana Del Rey and you've heard the song Doing Time, you've heard the chorus of this song. Summertime and the living's easy. Yeah, so that's I where just that casually drops on. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. So that's where that comes from, and it's just a smooth ride. It it feels like summertime. Um, definitely, if you haven't checked it out, check it out because it's an amazing song. Mm -hmm. All right, and then the second to last person I'm going to talk about is Miss Billie Holiday. Not only was she like a vocalist of her time, but she was also a civil rights activist of her, very time. Ahead of her time. Yes, very. And the specific song I want to speak on was "Strange Fruit." I knew you was gonna say that. Yes, I don't think you can talk about jazz without talking about that song. Mm -hmm. That song, um, if you don't know, it highlighted um, the lynchings of African Americans, specifically African American males in the South, and um, she used the kind of the metaphor of the bodies hanging as fruit on a tree and it it does have a very eerie vibe to it but mm -hmm. that makes it all the more impactful to the point where she was got in trouble with essentially the government for she, trying to sing the song i believe she was blacklisted right i think i yeah. think she was arrested wow yeah she was arrested and then they tried to make her seem like like a drug addict and mm -hmm. stuff, but that, that's, that's different. Yeah, that's a different other thing. But yeah, um, it's definitely for perfect for Black History Month to really like um, examine the the lynchings that were going on in the South during that time, and just the overall feeling for African Americans in the South and mm -hmm. during um, segregation. And then, of course, the last person I'm going to talk about is Frank Sinatra. Mm -hmm. um, definitely a GOAT. 
in his own right. He was the Elvis before Elvis. Yes. That that pop star. Um, everybody. Yeah. Everybody knew. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I wanted to specifically highlight from him was his album In the Wee Small Hours. I listened to that album when I was feeling down a few months ago, and it literally spoke to me. It's definitely an album, if you're in your feelings, it it literally speaks to you. Like the songs like In the Wee Small Hours of the Morning, um, Can We Be Friends, mm. um, let's see another one, Mood Indigo, Glad to Be Unhappy. All these songs really kind of spoke to me when I was feeling down. So, um, you know, if you need an album to like cry to or just relate to, when you're like going through it, that's definitely the album to go to. And then in addition to that, songs like My Way, Fly Me to the Moon, which I think mm. most people have probably heard, and The Way You Look Tonight are just some of my other favorites by him because you can't go wrong with Frank Sinatra. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. So if you haven't checked out Frank Sinatra yet, highly recommend it. Mm. Yes. All right, so now it's time for a segment we call What's in Our Ear. So we're going to give you what we've been listening to lately. Okay, so I don't know why I did not include him in my uh, favorite jazz artist, but it's Meyer Hawthorne. And he became popular around mid early 2000, maybe 2007, 2008. And I've been listening to uh, A Strange Arrangement, which is his album from 2009 I believe and it's very jazzy but he also has um influences from like Smokey Robinson and things mm-hmm. like that great artist and another person that I've been well a band that I've been listening to is Black Pumas and you may or may not heard of them I've heard of them yeah they won a Grammy a couple of years ago some people were upset about that mm-hmm. but I really <laughs> like their music um I've been listening to Colors that was the song they won the Grammys for I believe in Black Moon Rise. Yes. So what I've been listening to a lot lately was um, this 90s R&B girl group called Escape. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I definitely feel like they go underrated in the R&B um, girl groups of the 90s mm-hmm. kind of landscape. And I listened to their album called Traces of My Lipstick. Very good. Um, yeah. Some of my favorites on the album are... My Little Secret, of course. That's the song that got me into them. Not the best message, preaching, cheating, but, you know, it's still a catchy little song. <laughs> um, and then The Arms of the One Who Loves You is, like, another one of those, like, perfect love songs. The music video, like, focuses around a wedding, so, like, it's kind of like a good wedding song. So, And then outside of that album, another song by them I've really been bumping to is um, Do You Want To? Um, another kind of romantic song about um, someone who's like in love with um, another person, but they're not totally sure if they feel the same way. And, you know, just kind of kind of figuring out if you do feel the same way or not. Uh, initially, when I heard the song, I didn't really like it. But <laughs> in recent in recent weeks, I've been getting into it and it's definitely a great song. So um, check it out if you get a chance. All right. Thank you for being here today with us, guys. And thank you for listening to our jazz artists and albums that we really enjoy. Yes. And you can follow me on my Instagram. Brandon is the D.A. plug. And you can follow me on my Instagram. T.N.M. branch with the E on the end. All lowercase. 
Yeah, and just let us know some of your jazz favorites or what you've been bumping to from what you heard today. So 